0: You're listening to My Wedding Season the podcast. I'm your host Ida Glovick. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide over 1 wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. On today's podcast episode, I'm joined by Matthew and Jane Davis. They are a model couple based in the UK. In recent years, it has become more and more popular to book model couples for photo shoots, which has been an incredible way for photographers to build their portfolios, collaborate with various vendors, and even take on creative shoots. I was very keen to chat with Matthew and Jane because I was curious to get more insights from their perspective. We start the conversation chatting about their personal love story and how they found their way into this industry. Later on in the conversation, they provide more practical advice and tips when it comes to working well with model couples. It was a very casual and chill conversation and I hope that you enjoy it. Matthew and Jane, thank you so much for getting on the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you and I would just love for you to start off by introducing yourselves and letting our listeners know who you are and what you do.
1: Hi everyone, we're Matthew and Jane. We model for wedding photography, uh, but at the same time, I work as a technical assistant for cocktail company. Not sure if everyone's known, but it's called VK. Which we do a couple of different alcohol pops. So I do all the new liquids for them and Matthew.
2: Yeah. Hi, Matthew here. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm a project engineer for the University of Sheffield. So, My background's in mechanical engineering, which I studied at the University of Huddersfield. Um, I work in the Advanced Manufacturing Research Center, which is University of Sheffield's aerospace manufacturing um, research facility. Um, So I work with a lot of companies like Boeing, GKN Aerospace, Rolls-Royce, just doing a lot of research in large volume metrology and accurate robotics.
0: Wow, I'm, I'm blown away. Like, that's a mouthful and it just <laughs> sounds really fascinating and I'm just in, impressed how you both have like full-time jobs hey Monday to Friday and on the weekends you're getting booked for style shoots which I'm sure is increasing every time like you're you're growing I see that on Instagram it's been it's been a journey the past
1: year it has been and it's the hardest thing for me to say no for shoots because majority of them want weekdays and we really can't take that many days off on weekdays because of our jobs and lack of holidays so we love we'd love to do this full time if we can but it's just so difficult sometimes it's like quiet sometimes it's busy but yeah it's it's fun like it's it's such a different experience every different shoot has its own little essence that it leaves and like a memory we come out from it so yeah it's been quite fun yeah I don't know I how mean, long to go
0: on for yeah when I first reached out to you, I think it was sometime this summer late summer because I wanted mm-hmm. to book you for a shoot in the South of Italy I was super excited because I was like, okay you both have the look that I'm going for I think it'll be just a whole lot of fun and I also have never been to what's Fasano just completely different environment and yeah I just thought why not flying you in from the UK that's the beauty of Europe you know it's just Mm -hmm. not a problem it's so accessible and stuff but yeah I just thought you know we'll do that another day and then thought of you
1: for the podcast I'm so glad you agreed to get on. (laughs) I know because when you uh, told me about Positano like I kept on telling Matthew about it and Mm -hmm. He knew how obsessed I was to go there. I was like, oh, I love this place. We have to go there on a holiday. And I was like, to go there for a shoot, that's like an added plus. Because we just get like those pictures from there. And yeah, when I told him about it, I was like, oh, can we please do it? It's just so, it was so hard at that time to say no. But yeah, we're doing this here. So this counts as well. Oh
0: yeah, but I'm sure sometime in the future, it's okay. Let's just... This pandemic is slowly coming to an end. I hope so. And I um, know
2: it, I look it looks like know. it's getting
1: over right now. So it's like everything's going back to normal slowly, slowly. So yeah, fingers crossed.
0: Cool. Yeah. If you can just talk about how you actually even entered this world of styled shoots, how that started, that would be super interesting to figure it out from like uni working full-time into the wedding industry.
2: Yeah sure so um we met while we were both at the well I we we went to the same university University of Sheffield uh, Jane already graduated by the time she met me and I was in my second to last year um so she came to view my apartment for one of her friends who was who I think was in France so yeah. she couldn't view it herself um so I was planning to leave um because I knew someone was coming to view the view the house um and I didn't want to get in the way so I said Okay, while they're in the house, I'll just go to the gym and just get out of the way. And um, I opened the door and I saw Jane, um, and I thought, I thought to myself, um, I should tell this woman about the apartment because it wasn't a great apartment, basically. <laughs> so I said, I'll just tell her the truth. And I told her, um, and then she was, she said to me, um, "Are you looking for an apartment next year? Because I have friends in the student union that could help you um, help you get an apartment." So I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, so she asked for my number and I gave it to her <laughs> um, and then she called me back maybe like an hour later and said you know my friends can help you this and that and I thought okay that's great and then yeah we went for a drink and then th- that was the start of it really um, so that's how okay. we met yeah so that yeah it's <laughs> I like telling that story because it's um, it's quite unusual like no one else is really met that way yeah similar kind of stories so true i've never
0: heard anything yeah similar to that so it's good to have a unique story
1: yeah yeah like a lot of people we met they've always met online now so it's like it it was shocking that we met the way we did because everyone's story is online so yeah this was quite special like as soon as we saw each other like i told him i knew it a part of me like knew this is the guy and then and it was that evening wasn't it we just mm-hmm. that's it there that was the same day it happened and since then we didn't even need to make it official it was just that day
2: uh, yeah not really no
1: just- organically like,
0: just kind of like okay your lives crossed paths and just continued that way like he just continued
1: life together yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah, we were dating for like what two years or something before we got married. Two three years.
2: Uh, three years. Three
1: years. I'm terrible. Um, three years, and then yes, we planned our wedding. We were. This is just before COVID hit. Um, we was we planned everything. Everything was booked. The venue, the food was ready, decorations, all that. Family, my family was coming from all around the world. So I've got Kuwait, Canada. India started to really pre-plan for their stay and everything. And Matthew's family was here, so it was easier. But, yes, COVID came. So we thought, okay, little bump. Um, this might last a month, two months. Yeah. Next thing you know, it was just shutting down. It was in, Nothing was getting better. In different countries, everyone had their own trials. They were going through, like, some countries you can't leave it. Uh, during COVID season um so we just thought what do we do um
2: we just reduced the scope of the wedding really. yeah um, so we went from maybe like 150 oh, no, 120 to 120 to like I think we went to 11. 50 we were just following the government guidelines yeah. and it went down to 15 I think and in the end there was only like 11 people that came yeah
1: really intimate hey yeah. yeah super intimate but sadly like your family couldn't be there which was not great uh but we just thought let's make the most of it for what we have because end of the day this is the memory we will have for the rest of our lives uh we did prom like we did promise them a year after we got married we had a vow ceremony and we did it exactly the same church with the same music same priest with both our families and kept it super intimate no one else and that was beautiful as mm. well and i wouldn't take it back like even if you have to redo it again <laughs> I yeah, would do yeah i hear you but it was nice like just doing it that way but since we didn't have this big wedding uh that's how we got this chance with our venue decorator to do this style shoot she just requested she knew that we couldn't have a big wedding and everything but then she thought it'll be a great way for us to get some wedding pictures out of it and she kind of you know it was a win-win
0: for both of you yeah exactly so
1: I just thought yeah this is definitely the best way to get some wedding pictures let's go for it um went there it was a bit like nerve-wracking wasn't it because we've never had so many people that we didn't know other than the decorator around us doing our hair and makeup and Mm -hmm. telling us like we didn't know what we were doing like what do we do
2: yeah we kind of got thrown in the deep end of it because i think it was it was our first shoot but it was quite a big shoot Mm. um so we've done we've done a lot of shoots now where there's um just, just maybe like an elopement shoot where there's just two photographers or just one photographer Um, But this one was like a full on um, suits, um, wedding dresses, jewelry, um, jewelry, um,
1: cake, cake. stationery. So there was a lot of people there
0: watching. Yeah, and all these vendors are expecting amazing images, right? So there's a tiny bit of pressure going on.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so we were trying to like make sure we make everyone happy, like get all their pieces into it and try and give them everything we've got. You
2: know. I think it was um, like a full day kind of shoot and I, mm-hmm. one thing I remember is how hungry I was <laughs> <hungry laughs> like in the afternoon. We'd, I hear uh, you. Yeah, we were just doing it. But yeah, like Jane said, we were trying to make sure it just went well for everyone. Because as you mentioned, everyone's trying to showcase all their talents, or their hard work. Um, and we yeah. wanted to make sure it all just this yeah. kind of thing.
0: But I'm I sure it turned out bad. really good that you actually decided to do this again. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, we actually quite liked it. And everyone kept on complimenting us. They're like, you guys are, look great together. Um, you guys did amazing. Why don't you do this professionally? And I didn't know this was a thing. Like, after that, they started showing me all these model couples. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. They're like, yeah, just put it on Instagram. Put these pictures up and, you know it'll go, you know, you'll start getting people that would be interested in you. I was like, okay. We started posting our pictures and then we got a chance to do an elopement photography in Lake District with this elopement photographer. She's huge. She was amazing. And it was just such a fun experience that we're like, oh, maybe elopements, I think. (laughs) So to do like style shoots, we enjoy it. I find like elopement you get to see views that you would never think you'd see and it's just crazy it's like I like that craziness the spontaneity behind elopement photography so yeah
0: I 100% agree because that's also what I specialize in and just like being out in nature and you're in the elements you know you have that wind blowing it's not about having that perfect image where everything is sitting right but just being in the moment right enjoying it and letting loose you know
1: yeah yeah I think that's like when we did one in Ibiza recently it was so it felt so natural it was so fun just to like even on the streets it just it I can't even explain how amazing that shoot was being around people people watching you, thinking like, ooh, who are they? (laughs) (laughs) Are they famous? (laughs) Yeah, we have like random people sometimes that would just take their phones out and take pictures of us and we're like, you know, we're not this famous, (laughs) but okay. Well, it's fun, like having these kind of experiences. We don't experience these things on our nine-to-five job. We just go to work and come back. So this is like quite, yeah, it's a different experience.
2: And it's fun. I think that's the the main thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have a good time. We'll try and have a good time out all all the shoots if everything goes well. Yeah, Um,
1: sometimes weather is horrible. If the weather is horrible, that's the... But yeah, we just try and make the most of it, really. I just like it. Like there's some suppliers we have met who are just amazing and they're very chatty with you and that helps. It's hard if someone's like quiet and they don't really speak and you're like, oh, what do we do? So I
0: hear you. Like, I'm sure like at this point you've worked with so many different photographers, right? And since this is a podcast for photographers, I want them to also be able to take a few tangible tips, you know, in terms of like how it is working with a model couple, seeing it from your perspective. So if you've had any experiences that were like, oh, that was definitely not a no go Or I wish our photographer talked to us about that ahead of time. Do you have Mm -hmm. any insights from that perspective?
2: I think um, from from our perspective, we, um, because we still consider ourselves quite new, um, we prefer a good amount of instructions in terms of what their vision is. So a lot of of the photographers, um, what they do is they may have saved like a gallery of different poses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, is really helpful for us because we get to visual, visualize exactly what they want us to do.
1: Or even like tell us, give us directions. Or I like when photographers give us like a Pinterest of what they expect from the shoot, what their vision is. It's perfect for me. If we get all dolled up and we can't get there, and we're just told, oh yeah, do whatever you know, do your thing we don't know what our thing is we just chill we're just a very chilled out couple so we'll just like sit next to each other awkwardly unless we've been given instructions we have like
2: well we're not that awkward anymore not anymore we we have experience yeah we kind of know like the basics um what kind of things that most photographers Mm -hmm. do the same um but yeah it's it's good to it's good to work with um people who have like a specific vision in mind um it helps us to sometimes do something we haven't done before as well which is always exciting so yeah yeah i mean every photographer is different um it's not really good or bad it's just like a different approach
1: yeah i think it's like it it helps us to kind of learn how to be like like try learn to adapt really with different suppliers Mm -hmm sometimes we know it's like, okay, they may not give us enough instructions So we're like, okay, let's do what we normally do at shoots. Like what poses we're used to, like we did for other shoots really, and we'll just do that. But some that do give us, yeah, directions, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, do you feel like some are more focused on the styling of the shoot? and you're there to like really just kind of be the models who are wearing you know you're wearing the dress you're wearing the suit and you're there to to represent the style and then there might be some photographers who are just trying to find the connection between you as a couple and focus on those emotions and interaction like can you say okay depending or it's just a mixture of both
2: um I think sometimes is this is it like a a distinct distinction should i say between the two and sometimes there's a mixture of both um i think it might have to do sometimes with who's organizing the the kind of um mm. the, the shoot mm-hmm. so if it's like a, a big um wedding um dress and supplier um there might be more focus on Jane's dresses and you know her poses and i just i just sit to the side and just wait for a few hours <laughs> <laughs> right just which is, which is fine um or sometimes there is um, there is also like for the um, yeah. elopement shoots, the landscape is is really important. Um, so you yes. want to get the, the lighting perfect. You want to get um, up on a hill and you can see a, like a cliff edge, things like that. And then also there's just the connection between the two of us, um, which everyone, well, a lot of people say is quite natural. So it's easier to work with, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because we're married. Um, But um, yeah, there's a a mixture and there's a distinction between the different styles, I think.
0: And I guess like you're also approached by maybe like wedding planners in that case, or like you said, uh, dress designers, it's not necessarily initiated by a photographer who's trying to build up his or her or their portfolio in general, right? Mm. So that plays a factor in terms of like the result of the images in the end, what they're looking for.
2: Exactly, and I think especially when we we do like workshop ones where there's many photographers, or even um, the big styled shoots, there'll be a lot of emphasis on oh, can you make sure you get these flowers in the shots? You know, you know, because everyone wants to showcase their work and things, or the makeup on Jane, or like I said, the wedding dresses, or sometimes we for me, details on the suit, details on the suit, things like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting to see it helps you appreciate all the the effort that goes into making a a really good wedding um, all these different suppliers that come together
1: yeah like i've learned like you definitely tend to appreciate all suppliers and you understand the hard work they go through and the effort they make really to showcase the work because it's not easy (laughs) yeah definitely not and even the person organizing these shoots to
0: coordinate everybody to get them on board to have them understand the vision, the mood board. And then also in terms of like, uh, usually an agreement needs to be made because there's been people have have had bad experiences in the past in terms of, you know, for example, they want to send in the images for publication, but one supplier has already shared the images, but it should have been exclusive and Mm -hmm. misunderstandings come along the way. So how do you work? Do you work with contracts that things are just clarified do you have any kind of requirements ahead of time what's the process
2: i think for us um our only we only ask whether we can share the pictures um, on our own profile um because we we don't we don't really own any of the any no, pictures it's just about it's
1: just usually there has been a couple of shoots where they have told us hold off on posting these pictures because they want to post it for a magazine um so we'll just have to wait until them until that happens but we these conversations have been talked about much later like i find after the shoot's been done like a couple of days later they have that conversation which is fine as long as we've been told what is happening and we're in the loop perfectly works for us um but i feel like whenever everything's organized like we would like always to know time location that for us is the two main things because then we can work around it we have our own things we only ta- we're only free on weekends so we have to work around our shoots and our work just to get everything together and we want to make sure we give our all to it so we don't want to like upset anyone because we're upset if the shoes so long or we're upset like the locations really far and we have to rush and get there and our moods might not be right we want to be able to be there early and we're happy and so we can be basically saying true. that I
2: can I, be I can you, be quite grumpy when no, I'm not yeah. no, no.
1: I'm
0: hearing you like properly yeah. and it's a learning experience, like the first uh shoot I was asked to be on, like I was a wedding planner who planned it, and I was really very new to the industry. I had no idea what I'm doing. and I didn't realize how it's gonna be the whole day. And like that there are going to be so many suppliers and that they expected of me that I'm going to do like shoots of all these details and stuff. And I didn't really take food and I didn't organize anything. And like, really, it is the person who organizes should make sure that everybody there is taken Mm -hmm. care of. Right. So by the end of the day, I I was really sick by the end of the day. I felt like I was going to pass out. She just had a yogurt. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like using so much energy. It was just not a good thing. And these are some of the things that I want also photographers listening who want to organize a style shoot to really think of everyone involved and the models involved, like really, they need those breaks. They need to make sure, you know, they're drinking well, eating well. And um, yeah, really keeping it in in mind and warm. I love that, you. you know the weather, like you said earlier, before we started, like sometimes you just have bad weather also, right? So you mm. need to plan for anything that could go wrong. So yeah. maybe like you can even talk about what happens, like, I guess you haven't experienced it yet. But in a case that there are a lot of vendors involved, and you maybe just- can't even make it to the shoot or you're fallen ill or stuff like do you have any con- contingency plans in place or how, how do you go about that kind of unexpected situation
2: i think it's happened before um and i know what jane tries to do is um because we we try and connect with other model couples as well mm. on, on instagram mm. um so if there's a chance that we can't make it and it's and it's quite short notice and we try and reach out to other for the, of the models and see if they would be able to take our place because we always, well, Jane and I, we, we definitely feel bad about ever agreeing to do a shoot and then not being able to make it.
1: Yeah, I hate it. I can't stand it.
2: Yeah, so um, we do our best to try and see if there's anything that we can do to help. What
1: I usually do is I have like a... Just I keep track of new model couples that are out there and if I can't make it for a shoot or... We can't make weekday shoot. I usually send these model couple like their profile pages out to photographers, so it helps other couples and photographers get new content, get other people involved in this industry. Yeah, really. connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in the UK,
0: you actually have quite a few. I realized because, like, I was searching in, you know under the hashtags and everything, and like you said, even it's actually quite new that more model couples are popping up because I've been around for a little bit and in the past what really happened was when we were searching to have a couple anywhere as photographers you would just like search for random couples on Instagram uh feel a bit creepy <laughs> you know yeah. saying hey can I really it's so uncomfortable you you know and but people do agree every now and then and some just kind of block you're like oh my god I thought my page should have been private like why is this person writing me or something so for us on our side is such a relief to know that okay I don't have to go through that stress anymore and we are also just happy to pay for that you know to know okay mm-hmm. this is what I'm gonna get and you know you like you said, it's such a good experience for you, which we totally understand. And then of course, we're happy to pay for your time. And we end up not being creeps. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) we're always happy to have more and more couples popping up. And I am so happy to see more and more diverse couples popping up. It's so needed in our industry. And um, I want to lift that up as much as I can as well. So it's such a
1: good thing. That's one thing we noticed when we did start modeling that many couples were, there wasn't that much diversity basically Mm -hmm. around. So we just thought it would be like a great way to introduce a black and Indian couple It's just to kind of like highlight, there are interracial couples out there, you know, to introduce that. So it's just a great way to, yeah bring diversity into the wedding industry because all the pictures i've seen on magazines and everything there's not much diversity out there
0: there isn't it's slowly slowly changing like it's important and um we need to keep on talking about it we do talk about it but also like you said interracial couples and stuff like that like my husband is german so like for some, like for me i don't even think about it twice but for a lot of people, it's still something like because you hear stories of um, I remember it was just shocking uh, listening to like some couples reaching out to photographers. And then when the photographer realizes they're an interracial couple, like they actually don't want to take them on as mm-hmm. a client and stuff like that. It's, um, it's sad, but still in 2022, we were facing these issues. So it's just something that mm-hmm. still needs to be kind of out there and talked about, but yeah, the main point of this, <laughs> this podcast episode is just to talk about like how photographers could like be better working with model couples and also just to hear about like, um, I'm just curious to know also where you see it going, like what are your aspirations, like you've already have had such a good time, you're enjoying it, but like where, where do you think this can go for you?
1: uh i'm not really sure i'm just like i'm just going with the flow i see when we do start a family together our kids slightly getting involved it'll be fun to have loads of family pictures um i'm not really sure where this will take us but we just i like to just go with the flow and see what happens really
2: yeah i'm not i'm not sure if it's kind of like a career changer kind of thing um I mean, it's, it possibly it could be, um, mm. but yeah, I don't think the money is in there right now for us to just, you know, quit our jobs. And then <laughs> Especially
0: become... the type of work you do, like both of you yeah. have such interesting work and it's, it's just, I think, a, a creative outlet for you as well, mm-hmm. because it is creative definitely. what you're doing as well, being in front of the camera.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we also find that when we do our shoots, we just, I, we only get shoots when they're like not doing wedding seasons so there's a lot during the colder months so whenever it's like summertime it might be like our quieter month which is completely understandable uh
2: yeah photographers have to work obviously exactly and
1: suppliers will be busy and that's why we're doing this for you know people to choose our photographers to choose our suppliers so completely understandable but yeah we can't just fully you know quit our jobs and do this but it's fun it's fun to do it on the side I really do enjoy it
0: okay so in the entire world is there a destination you'd be like oh my god I would love or we would love a photographer to book us there like what would be your dream destination it is a very tough question (laughs) (laughs) it just came to me because like why not People go to New Zealand for shoes. People go to anywhere.
1: You know, I would do it in Bora Bora. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that, we always wanted to go for our honeymoon. And I think it'll just be beautiful. Like, the place is so beautiful. And it's we've never been anywhere close to that side, have we? We've always stayed, like, within Europe. So, yeah, I'd say Bora Bora. Because it's nice, like, a beach location, views incredible, yeah
2: what would... maybe somewhere in South America
1: <laughs> oh yeah but I'm
2: not 100% sure Argentina I've been to Chile
0: so like I can at least advocate for Chile to be so gorgeous like you have the desert the Atacama desert in the north which is really fun like I thought oh desert there's nothing there but it's just gorgeous very peaceful down to Patagonia in the south like if you ever get a chance it's um it's so good
1: really definitely definitely yeah, yeah
2: i've got a co- a colleague who's from peru and uh he's mm. he speaks about it quite a lot um so yeah that's probably beautiful as well but yeah there's so many different destinations that you can't even yeah, it's, it's funny because there's so many but then they don't really jump to mind when you get asked that kind of question
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just threw it at you but like have you noticed any difference like with Brexit now I know that like coincided with the pandemic and stuff like do you think um maybe photographers are a bit hesitant to be like oh is it more complicated like even in Europe like to book someone from the UK or it's just all the same that shouldn't so. affect you
2: I don't think so. I think um, for us, the only the only issues were the um, just the COVID rules based in the like the NHS health pass, and basically different governments, different countries have different requirements um, to go on into their countries. Um, I don't think Brexit's been a problem for us because we don't like stay too long. It's more like um, just a short trip. Other than that, it's I think it's been fine. It's just yeah, just the pandemic that's been the limiting factor, but. I think I've, we've seen some photographers are still, they're still traveling throughout Europe um, and yeah. doing the shoots. Um, so.
1: We've been asked to go a couple of different countries as well. And it's never been like, if you look into it, guidelines and stuff, it was never holding us back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think I think it's just, it's
2: just extra paperwork. That's it. But I don't think right. it's a barrier. It's not really a barrier to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's hasn't really been a problem for us anyway
0: cool um i want to like circle back to like actually on shoots i'm curious myself like are there some sort of boundaries that you set with photographers ahead of time in terms of how intimate you're willing to get on shoot is this something photographers should be talking to you and setting expectations have you had a situation where things have gone awkward and you're like no maybe that's too much
2: no i think for us we just say um We do anything we're asked, basically. Um, And I think that's noted by some of the photographers we've worked for, um, where they say some couples or some models will be, um, you know, don't want to do things, like maybe don't want to go into the water or don't want to do certain poses, uh, lift up people like lift up the the woman or whatever Um, but we we just do anything really as long as we can as long as we can actually physically do it it's it's not really a problem Um, yeah but that's more of like um it's just down to i guess personalities and like the personality of the models um if you're willing to do it it's not really
1: we're always open to try new things exactly yeah, we would just go. We just go for it. Like if they say, "Oh, could you just run into the water?" Like, yeah, sure. Let's run into the water. Yeah. yeah.
2: But this, um, this is the things like it's hard to um, it's hard to describe what other models would would do. Yeah, um, how so would we, they feel? Yeah, we could only speak um about ourselves, and yeah, we've never really said no. You know, I don't want to do this kind of thing. I'm not comfortable with this. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean because they don't ask for like really weird stuff or anything it's like it's a wedding (laughs) it's a wedding and pictures yeah
1: and even like intimacy we would be as intimate as they would like us really we've not it's not been a case where they've said okay you guys have to be completely naked and do something like yeah usually no
0: it, it wouldn't get that far um yeah when you're exposed to as many photographers as I am you just mm-hmm. have um, some people who really kind of really want to show more in terms of that and stuff. So I just wonder, out of curiosity, like how they would go about it, because not everyone is comfortable uh, for those types of images to be made public and shared so mm-hmm. freely. So I just wonder, it's all about how photographers can work best, you know, making everyone comfortable because I'm sure like people have experiences where no, you know, that was really, you know, they're kind of maybe felt like they were cornered into something or, you know, they just wish that things were discussed ahead of hand or any, you know, I just love hearing it from your point of view.
2: Yeah. I think, um, I think one thing that would make it easier is just to, like you said, explain kind of what the vision is. Um, So I know, well I'm just going to speak for Jane but I know like sometimes they they want to see like more skin on the legs and things like that um right which you know she's fine to do I guess at some point but it's just about explaining um exactly what you want to do um some 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 photographers might just walk up and just like move your dress and you know move it up and show more legs like without asking kind of thing
1: Um, yeah
0: those are the type of things that is so important to talk about because there's respect
1: and personal space right so mm -hmm. it's just it's best to it just for them to communicate with us really like could you just show a bit more skin um are you comfortable by if the you know the cleavage was showing and all these little things are so important because you wouldn't think some dresses might be a bit too revealing like are you okay to wear this yeah way before the shoot because you don't want to be on put on the spot while you're there and you're like okay this is what you're wearing exactly like, yes if you're uncomfortable you can't just take your car and turn around like i am a very pleasing person so mm. I, I would do it but then what if someone would is uncomfortable or whether or not it's, it's always good to share all these details with model couples before the shoot and confirm if they're happy with this before they come up on the day and they get shown
2: yeah I think all these elements we've been lucky that the most photographers that we've worked with um have done these things so Mm. we've never kind of been blindsided about um what what's going to happen on the day of the shoot we kind of know maybe not every detail but most of what's going to happen um, which makes it a lot easier we know how long the shoot's going to be um, it might go over it might be shorter that's fine um and we know what we're going to be wearing um things like that so yeah it's just communication really beforehand
1: it's good to know if you, there's food provided or shall we bring our own mm-hmm. very important food you don't think about it because sometimes you know it could be hours and you haven't eaten or yeah we would leave and some when for traveling times i think sometimes you have to drive two hours and you forget about all these things um so all these things are quite important to be talked about before the shoot yeah totally Always keep, like a good amount of time like a couple of weeks at least <laughs> before you plan a shoot because last minute yeah it goes all over the place
0: um, I want to talk about rates and you know compensation also when you mentioned like you have to drive two hours you know and you're at the shoot for so many hours like how do you calculate your rates that you feel like it's fair for you not that like you know I know like you said you want to please people but it also needs to be that like you know your time needs to be valued and like what do you consider in that like are you also of course you can charge for the mileage that you're traveling but it's also your, the time you're traveling and all those things like what do you take into account and what do you want photographers to really understand that it's not just about oh because you model for two hours they're just paying you for those two hours like if you can share on that
2: yeah I think um in terms of how far we travel if it's too far we might suggest um or sometimes the photographer just staying like traveling the night before, um, getting a hotel, um, just, you know, something cheap, it's not really an issue. And then say, if we're going to start shooting or start getting ready, at like eight o'clock in the morning, it's best to be there the night before, well rested. Um, and then and then you can work on the, the next day. Um, yeah. And in that way, it's just about that covering that expense, really. So um, um, the hotel and maybe fuel as well um, Mm -hmm. which is obviously not great right now because it's so expensive exactly yeah um and then it I think for us the rates have been kind of the hardest thing that we've um
1: how to decide on yeah
2: because we're not especially when we started off we I mean it it was just free um I I think I remember the first on the first shoot that we did um one of the photographers saying you know you you could be charging for this you know you're that good but it's like what do you charge like we have no idea um so
1: yeah we didn't even know where to start so we started speaking to a couple of other couple model couples just to figure out like what kind of rates they are going with and just to figure out where we stand and how much we should be charging um we had to figure out how long the shoots are as well so You know how much should we get paid for this many hours of shoots how many suppliers are going to be there how many photographers are going to be there like we have to think about all these things into account workshops um yeah like how many people are we working with on workshops because usually these things add on time and you want to get make sure everyone you give everyone your time and time is money
2: yeah so and the value
0: that you're adding you know a workshop they're earning and then you're also going to be helping build the portfolio of a number of photographers so that's definitely something to take into account yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah but I mean I mean I don't have a good answer in terms of the kind of rates no you don't need to tell
0: me your rates but it's just for (laughs) you know (laughs) it's really talking about photographers need to know okay you are actually working right you're having Mm -hmm. fun it's a good experience but they need to respect that they need to respect that like as humans we all like you know get hungry and all those things you know I Mm -hmm. just want to make the industry better for everyone by just talking about these things that is just out there instead of you know uh, reducing the excuse that people say oh I didn't know (laughs) you know and making it better for everyone like it's
1: definitely helpful for like photographers to let us know how long the shoots are going to be that's so important for us because then we can figure out okay do we need to stay there the night before or would we be able to just go on the day and then we can come back on the day um that's key i think
2: yeah and i think um another thing that maybe sometimes gets forgotten is um, how long it might take to get like or get jane ready kind of thing um it's okay <laughs> most of the time i can just put the suit on and then i'm I'm ready but hair and makeup takes um hours, hours sometimes yeah. um, nothing that should be factored in as well it's not just um you know when we're actually behind the camera um because in front t- of the camera sorry, exactly yeah. that's you,
0: time that it needs to be compensated oh i love it yeah. yes but are you also willing, like, do you do your own hair and makeup if that's requested, like, for an elopement shoot? And, you like, I usually don't like to take suppliers on anything. I just like going with a couple. And I just ask ahead of time, hey, are you cool doing your own hair and makeup and stuff? And it's just super casual. Do you also do that or, or not? Yeah, I definitely.
1: We, I did it for the Spain shoot, didn't I? I did my own hair and makeup by myself. So I don't have an issue if we have to do that if that's an option i'm more than happy to do that um but majority of the time we they already have wedding supply like wedding hair and makeup artists available who want to showcase their work which is completely mm-hmm. fine
2: you also use your, uh, your hair yes as well. i
1: also have uh my hair and makeup artist who i like to showcase her work oh that's so good i use her if a photographer doesn't have one hair and makeup and if we have the time I would use her to showcase her work really but if it's like last minute and it's a different location and she's not available I'll just do it myself but yeah. So
0: like um, I'm sure you know more and more photographers probably ones you haven't worked with yet is there anybody on your list that you'd be like oh I wish this photographer would reach out to me I want you to put it out there in the world
1: and uh, yeah. I've seen so many elopement shoots. Like I think, because we are in this industry, on my page I see so many American. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, "What is going on? Like these places look amazing. Uh, We've not. I've never seen these kind of locations in UK. So anyone in America would be amazing because their elopement shoots are mind blowing.
0: I hear you. 100% 100% like oh yeah especially in the west coast they have the yes. most incredible like or even the desert like Joshua tree and stuff like I was just like I've never I, I didn't know of these places like even though it's I, like in the red sand.
1: I mm-hmm. can't it looks amazing I love it yeah definitely somewhere out there I would love to do a shoot awesome
0: okay is there anything else you want to add any more insights any funny stories or something strange you experienced anything you want to add to to wrap up
2: nothing Mm -hmm. out of the blue really I mean yeah personally we just really enjoy working with you know all these different um, photographers Um, it's really nice seeing um, how much hard work goes behind Mm -hmm. capturing like an amazing picture Mm -hmm. Um, you know you you scroll for Instagram you see all these amazing pictures but then sometimes you get to see all the editing all the hard work that goes in behind the camera and it's just, yeah, it's really amazing. It's like a, it's like a science and I, I, I like science. So yeah, it's, um, it's just, um, it's, it's fun to see and it's good fun. Enjoyed yeah.
1: Doing it. I quite, yeah, I've quite enjoyed my time doing all these shoots. I just, I feel like there is going to be so many more memories and shoots out that we're just going to get some craziness into it, but yeah, now it's been nice it's been chilled and I've been yeah I've been liking it nothing crazy yet I feel like something might happen but nothing's happened yet fingers crossed I've not fallen down after you picked me up I'm so glad to hear it (laughs) but who knows you
0: know you never something can happen like I like for example I actually fainted during the wedding vows while I was as a photographer no I was not my husband was the photographer and I was actually doing the video but I got like a heat stroke I was I was pregnant and no. exactly during the I do's I passed out which was really embarrassing but I was so lucky <laughs> uh the couple was really great but like these things happen when you're you know, when you do something often enough, something is bound to happen. Um, I hope nothing bad happens to you, but like, I hope that you do have some fun experiences that
1: you can look back on and laugh about in the future. Which I think think there's only been one time we were doing like an elopement workshop and I don't know what happened to me. I completely forgot to bring my boots. So I walked up to this really muddy, (laughs) muddy, muddy ground with white heels on and my wedding dress and i was just like oh no like what do i do it's like oh well you know it is what it is go have fun and the pictures from that shoot were incredible i can't you tend to forget like all the things you went through to get that because the outcome is so amazing
2: yeah
1: and I, i remember my feet was numb by the end of that shoot but then once I saw the pictures like all that is all forgotten you know just enjoyed the results but uh I think that was my whoopsie moment
2: yeah I think yeah because we're coming up to like a year of doing this now Mm -hmm. um we were about nine months in and I think um yeah it's just been really good so far it's been really fun um good memories um Nothing really negative to say. No, Um, no.
1: Like the suppliers have been absolutely amazing, taking care of us. We have had some suppliers that would just like help me up and everything, like all these small things. You know, them just talking to you, see how you're doing. All these things are so nice, and it's what you need because end of the day, we're all in the same industry. We're all here to help each other, and yeah, it's just been an incredible experience
0: Bye. I love it and I'm so glad that you're, you're doing it it's such a pleasure and like for photographers wanting to hire you who are just like yes I love Matthew and Jane I really you know that sounds awesome where can they find you like our Instagram I know it was where you're at so if you can
1: share your handle let us know Oh, uh, definitely. Like, we kept it super simple, the name, because at that I and mean, when we were trying to come up with this, we we're like, what do we call it? Like, we just kept on researching. So we just kept it as Matthew Jane Davis. Uh, sweet and simple. You can only find us on Instagram. I don't have Facebook or any other channels. But I feel like Instagram has been like the easiest and perfect place to get in touch with everyone so we're not very talky talky on our Instagram like we don't do a lot of stories where we speak which I think is because we're quite shy um but we love posting and I think that's our way of engaging with all the photographers all the suppliers out there so yeah Instagram is our
0: perfect and all they need to do is send you a dm right for inquiries and Yes, definitely. I will be putting it all in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and like sharing all your experiences, your insights, because it's been also educational for me to know. And I've been wanting to do something like this for a while. So thank you for agreeing to come on and talk to me.
1: No, thank Thank you. you. Yeah, you've made it easy for us to be open about things. So thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com.
2: Cheering you on and until next time.